0: happy Sunday Exodus you ever heard that word Exodus you might have heard it in the context of the Bible there's a whole um, important book called Exodus where Moses reads his people out of Egypt. Well, if you listen to a lot of reggae and you are inspired and influenced by a lot of people who live the Rastafari way, you might have heard Exodus in the context of music, like the music of Bob Marley. You might know that song that he, that he wrote, Exodus, that he performed. Exodus is a word that has been on my mind a lot lately. I heard one of my favorite artists, chronics on Sway. On the Sway morning show, so we have, have a morning show, evening show. Me and so we have a morning show, evening show, and noon time show. But we have a show where you bring artists on, and Chronix was on it. And Chronix was talking about Exodus. Well, was he talking about Exodus, or did he just have an Exodus t shirt? I can't remember, but <laughs> he was talking about some things that were related to the concept of Exodus, because he was talking about how important it is for youth and all people to be able to see themselves apart from the systems, the economic systems, the systems of trade, the systems of politics that govern most of our lives. He was talking about how important it is for us to see um, ourselves apart from those systems and as part of a spiritual network. And even if he didn't call it exodus, He had an Exodus t-shirt and he was talking about concepts that I think are very much connected to the, the, the idea of Exodus. So let's talk about Exodus. I want to talk about Exodus because for me, the whole word, the whole concept of Exodus is very important to me as a black woman and it's very important to me as a woman who was born and lives in the Caribbean, in Trinidad and Tobago and a woman who is part of the African diaspora and a woman who has connected to people of color from all over the world and made relationships with people of color all over the world and heard bits and pieces of their stories and their journeys and their experiences wherever they are all over the world this idea of Exodus is very important to me. And it's been on my mind a lot because I think, you know, maybe before recently, I maybe like you thought of Exodus as a physical thing. So Exodus is when like with Moses and his people, you have this mass group of people that move from one physical location to another. But lately i've been realizing that exodus doesn't have to be physical right exodus does not have to be physical and exodus is an action that people who us who have experienced historical suffering like black people all over the world Is an action that people can use to free themselves and it doesn't have to be physical but it can be but it doesn't have to be physical so let's talk about the different types of exodus one type of exodus is a spiritual exodus it's an exodus whale through practices like meditation and any other practice that helps you strengthen yourself spiritually you move and remove yourself you make a choice to move and remove yourself from the things that are oppressing and controlling you when we're talking about spiritual exodus a lot of times the things that are pressing and controlling me Controlling me and you might be your own indoctrination, your own things that you've absorbed and learned through life. It might be your own responses to your emotions that you're not able to control, your own perceptions of life, the the way that you're seeing things and the way that you're going about things. And through meditation, you can connect to your spirit and see yourself from from the point of view of your consciousness and that allows you to separate yourself and move yourself away from the things that may be oppressed may have previously been oppressing you and controlling you and like i said that might be your own emotional responses your own psychological training from when you were small to when you grow up your own misconceptions and miseducation a lot of which may not be your fault but it is your choice how you respond to it now that you're doing the work to meditate and be conscious and separate yourself from it. And Exodus is that recognition that you have a choice to move, move differently and act from a place of higher awareness when we are asleep and we're not woke we're not conscious we make all sorts of decisions that may not be the right decisions for our lives and then when we wake up we realize oh we, we should we should maybe be making different choices if we want a different life and that's exodus that's an exodus that is an exodus it's a personal exodus and it could be a mass exodus if you're around like-minded people who are similarly doing the work to act from a place of consciousness, higher consciousness and connect to universal consciousness and act from a place of, of heights and, and, and connect with the higher power as opposed to acting from a place of lowness and low vibrations, a place of higher vibrations and positivity that choice is an exodus because it is moving yourself from one metaphorical place or way of being to another way of being and choosing a better way of life for you and it affects everything around you and when people who who all make that choice get together and and unite their focus is a very powerful thing so that's one type of exodus spiritual and it may be the most important type of exodus that there is yeah, I hear, you hear so many stories of people who have gone through some of the the most unimaginable hardships like prison time You know, freedom fighters like Mandela and Gandhi, who would have been um, institutionalized for fighting for their rights. And you hear some vision of this truth, which is that where they were in their mind and spirit was more important than where they were physically while they were imprisoned. was re- recently released from jail and when he um, came out a while after he came out like a year or so I saw him do an interview at the Breakfast Club and he talked about um, when he was incarcerated his mind was never incarcerated and he talked about the fact that, that institutions like prisons are designed to break weak minds and spirits and that um, his strength in mind and spirit meant that even if his body was incarcerated his mind and spirit was never incarcerated so I think that's the first type of exodus, Uh, exodus where we recognize that no matter where you are physically You, by connecting to your higher consciousness, can always be at home and at peace and even living in joy, regardless of what's happening around you, because... Connecting to the creation connecting to creation through medi- through meditation and connecting to your spirit because your spirit is connected to creation. That's just how it is. Not everybody might see it that way but that's my experience. So that's the truth that I will share that you through your spirit through your consciousness you are connected to the higher power the higher power created you and and something about this process of creation means that you are connected to that higher power. And when you meditate and, 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 and reflect and, take, and do practices like that, you strengthen your connection, reawaken your connection to that higher power and to creation. And it helps you recognize that you are part of creation and not part of whatever bullshit man created that you might be in right now. Or whatever bullshit you created, parts of you with your, you know, with your um, lower self, whatever situations you created or co-created with with the environment that you're in. That's not really you. And when you when you when you dedicate your life to constantly remembering that and practicing to remove yourself from the bullshit (laughs) and connect to creation it's it's exodus so that's one type of exodus the spiritual exodus another type of exodus is an economic exodus The global economy is set up in such a way where most countries are serving as resources that the global north, some people will call it, I don't really like all of them phrases, just call a spade a spade. Formal colonial powers like Europe and neo-colonial powers like the US use the rest of the world to draw resources from them you have some economic powers like China who also have a significant stake but they don't have the same type of colonial reach or or colonial legacy but they still have um, uh, you know you hear all these stories of of oppression that make it possible for their economy to be what it is and I don't know the extent to which those things are correlated because I'm not an economic expert but I am seeing that they they both exist that you hear these stories of uh, human oppression and you know that they are economic power so there we go so you have this global economy set up and it seems that a lot of people have a common experience Of believing that they have no ownership, no voice, no choice when it comes to their role and their position in the global economy as individuals, as countries, and as regions. They believe that they have no choice, that it just is what it is. In other words, Certain people have money and power, other people don't. And if you don't, you fall in line and you try to get what scraps that you can. And even when you look at the way that even um, things like startup culture are designed, right? Startup culture is designed. So if you start a business, you have a business idea. And the business success is measured by how you can exit that business. And the way that you exit that business is usually to be able to sell or merge to a bigger company, which is owned by a bigger company, which is owned by a bigger company. when you look up the chain, it's about five, four companies or two families or whatever they own everything in the whole world. The media is, is owned by a handful of people. There's a handful of companies that run all the media which means that behind these companies is a handful of, even if, they're, even if it's publicly traded companies, it's still a handful of people who like own, own these publicly traded um, companies and who, who kind of can dictate the direction of how they go and use the, use the resources for what they want to, to use them for if everything is about selling and merging and you trace the lineup that means that really a few people own most of the the economic systems and control most of the economic systems whether that's private businesses or other systems that result in in trade and money right um And so it really creates a dependency where everybody's kind of looking to see, okay, how can I tap into the existing and established resources? Because that's where the big money is. And the mindset is unquestionable, almost unquestionably in, in certain circles. The mindset is tap into the bigger resources and that's just what you do. So in other words, go and work for somebody else or make a business that can be sold to somebody else or establish yourself um, and and sell your work your artists a label that's a big label that's owned by somebody else usually white people um get deals with brands that are owned by somebody else for millions of dollars again usually owned by white people um you get the point the whole point is that you figure out a way to use what you have and take it to market which means to sell it in the context of, of the way that most people think it means to sell it to people who have more money so that you could get a, a slice of that pie whether that slice is billions and billions of dollars or a monthly paycheck or a bi-weekly paycheck it's the same mentality. It's the same way of thinking but you have another way of thinking you have another way of thinking which is to say no I could own my own things and I could be intentional about growing economically and financially with a community that maybe does not currently have ownership in a big way globally right so we talk about concepts like black wall street but it doesn't have to be that big or that um visible it could be a community collective where you have different people who have different skills different entrepreneurs and they come together and they trade with each other and they share resources. That's an exodus. That's a type of exodus. That's an economic exodus. When you change your mindset and say, you know what? I want for my I want for my own. I want to build my own. I want to, to have my own. I want to to instead of tapping in to what exists already, I want to grow something that belongs to me that I can direct in terms of the mission behind it, in terms of how the money is used, in terms of where the money goes and the resources. I want to grow something that's where, when I say take to market, I mean reach my customers directly and Cut out the middleman and decrease my dependency on the status quo and the people who currently run things. That's a type of excellence. It's saying that I want economic independence from the current systems, and um, I'm looking for a way to. i am making a way and taking action to carve that independence for myself through entrepreneurship or through working for people who kind of break the mold of what the status quo might look like black owned companies that might be one way um Another way would be, uh, even if it's not legal, all those black market trades, especially like in cases before marijuana was legal and that kind of thing, all those black market trades that were a the system, those are examples of economic exodus. and again it's just taking action to say that i can choose to leave this way of being and create another path for me as an individual and maybe for all of my people or any like-minded people who want to do the same Another type of exodus that doesn't require any physical movement. Well, I guess since we talked about spiritual and economic exodus and mental exodus is very connected to spiritual exodus, might be slightly different, but it's just a mindset shift. But for me, mind and spirit kind of connected, although mine is different, I know. But we could just briefly mention that you could also have a mindset shift, which will affect your likelihood to make those economic and spiritual changes right but now let's talk about physical exodus now physical exodus and physical exodus is a powerful one too economic exodus is powerful too because believe me if every black person in the world just as an example if every black person in the world decided that they were never ever going to buy from white owned companies anymore the entire global economy would collapse if we decided that we were just going to support each other we would be thriving. And let me tell you, incidents of racial um, violence would decrease because once the economic power shifts, everything else will will, will, will will fall in line because whoever holds the most economic power holds all sorts of other power, political power, power to be able to um, influence the direction of crime and violence. So if we made that decision as a, cons- as a collective, to just support each other economically, you would see how police brutality would just almost evaporate. It might get worse at first, huh? but eventually it would just evaporate because the political pressure to treat Black people well would be really great. Because every company would want to be black people's friends because they'll understand that, okay, well, maybe they mightn't always be able to support each other. So the next person that they're going to support is people who like support them. And so everybody wants to be black people's friends and everybody will want to be like, you know, we take a stance just to to, to, to to be anti-racist and all that kind of thing. Anyway, so enough said about that. The last type of exodus is physical exodus. That's when you pick up your butt and you decide that, hey, i going back to Africa. I'm going back to Africa or I'm going to move to the Caribbean or I'm going to move to somewhere that isn't a Eurocentric oppressive culture. Instead of staying in a people place and complaining. If you are one of those people that is staying in a people place and complaining, you pick up your butt and you say, Nope, I don't want to be here anymore. Right. That's not always the best solution for everybody and there's quite a lot to be said for living in lands of milk and honey because nobody can deny that there are more resources in the eurocentric oppressive places because that's how they designed the last 400 500 years to be able to create economic superiority so if you happen to be able to benefit for that from that economic superiority for yourself and your family and your community i don't knock it so physical exodus may not be for everybody, but the good news is that you don't have to have physical exodus to still exodus the place. Mental and economic exodus is a thing, and you can do it from anywhere. You can do it in the land of milk, milk and honey. While you're in the mil- land of milk and honey, you could still spiritually and economically decide that now I take an action to instigate a little exodus here. And Exodus, I think, is a concept that drives us towards the difference between repatriation and reparations. Reparations is when you have your hand out saying that, hey, you did me wrong and now you should pay me back. Again, no judgment, not knocking anybody's way of seeking justice. But that's very much a way that, again, is putting power in other people's hands. It's putting the the power in the hands of the oppressor. Right? So reparations is saying, I want you to pay me and make up for what you've done. Repatriation is saying, I don't give a fuck what you do or don't do. (laughs) Repatriation is saying, I take ownership for the fact that I can change my actions, my life, my way of thinking and everything I do. So that everything that I do pours back into Africa. It pours back into Black people. That's repatriation. That's saying that I am giving back in my life and everything that I do by connecting to my community. And I don't give a fuck what the oppressor does or doesn't do and whether or not they give me money or not. Because I'm creating wealth and prosperity and and, ac- and taking action to strengthen my community and making a physical a physical and mental move a physical and mental exodus to pour back into Africa as a continent but more importantly Africa as a spiritual system as brother Chronix would say right that's it for today happy Sunday Until next week.